0: Welcome. We are episode four. Yep. Last one was three, four. It was, I regret starting with zero. <laughs> <laughs> I can't count. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for all the, uh, the listens. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you are enjoying your week so far. It's been a crazy, uh, crazy week for both of us. You're just getting over a little bit of sickness.
1: Yeah, on the tail end. Uh, and we should also mention before we get too into this, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Yeah.
0: We weren't before, and now we are. We are. So um, obviously you'll hear that on our socials, but uh, yeah, you can listen to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, we're working on getting on other platforms, but we're slow and we're busy. And I'm stupid. I don't know how things work. <laughs> I don't know how these things work, but hey, it's working somehow. Um, But yeah, so today is going to be a concert related one. So I know this is something that a lot of listeners and folks who can relate to is that I think one of the part of the culture going back to our original talk was the idea of, you know, being a part of a a concert specifically for pop punk, I think is is a lot of fun, Um, especially when I mean, obviously with the different bands that you listen to and enjoy um i always get a different vibe at pop punk concerts than i do with just some other regular bands i like right so um i think today we're gonna rank some of our different. i keep putting it on even though we're not talking <laughs> <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna keep ta- we're gonna talk about our favorite concerts that we've been to specifically with pop punk but then also we'll look at some other ones with the because you know having fun at a concert right it doesn't have to be just for pop punk. There's for sure, lots, there's lots of other ones that exist out there. I
1: think the only reason for for the most part we're keeping it to pop punk, like in for the ranking system or whatever, is you know, it, I mean, it, this is a pop punk show, so we do have to uh, we have mm-hmm. to keep it in that line to a, to an extent. But also, it's our show, so who cares? We're gonna we're do gonna, what we want. Yeah, we're gonna do whatever we want. Okay. Um, I have a couple things written down here that I want to get into before we get into that, as as per usual. Yeah, uh, buddy. I'll I'll we'll obviously be asking, you know, like, what are you listening to? Like, mm. we've been in every episode so far. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I wanna, first of all, I need to give a quick um, rest in peace to my favorite black pants that I've owned for, you know, <laughs> however many years now. Um, and I think every, you know, like, scene kid, mm. uh, pop punk fan, goer, you know, just honestly, just person in general has their favorite pair of black pants uh, in today's yeah. day. Yeah. Um, this pair, uh, I'd had for God, I don't know how long, uh, definitely like three plus years. Nice. Driving home from work the other day, mm-hmm. felt down, felt a little gust of wind <laughs> in between my legs a little bit, put oh, my no. hand down there. There's a hole in my crotch. I don't know when it happened. And this was, uh, post me walking to the radio station, mm-hmm. having a full shift at the radio station and then walking back to my car. I don't know at what point my pants ripped. It could have been on the walk to the radio station and then I spent my entire shift and then my entire walk back to my car with just this gust of wind Damn. and an incredible view uh, below the belt. Oh, God. So um, I'm sorry to anybody who was who <laughs> saw me on my walk <laughs> and uh, ultimately rest in peace to uh, my favorite black pants.
0: Big RIP to those pouring out for the homies. Yeah,
1: that's a, that was a really tough one to swallow.
0: Yeah, um, a lot of my pants are... I had to actually, I've got two new pairs of Lululemon pants. I mean, obviously one of them is black and they were the most comfortable pants I own. 100%. Are they the ABC pants? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, no, it's like my favorite pair of jeans. Another pair of pants I had, you know, it's the, it's the Thunder Thighs. <laughs> they get them. They get to them too much. So Yeah. You know what? I
1: think, I think it's partially like, I know growing up, like you played baseball. Mm. I've grown up like playing lacrosse and stuff. I think it's like when you grew up playing sports, like it's hard, like your, your lower body, like just kind of like it, it gets, oh, did it again. You get thick and yeah. it's so <laughs> hard to find pants that fit correctly.
0: Yeah. Is that Just like an adult thing. Well, or? like my, my waist size is like 34, 32.
1: Yeah. We're in the, we're in the same. In weird. Same yeah. It's weird.
0: I mean, even 34, sometimes stretching it, but
1: <laughs> we're fours. Come on. We're thirty We're 32. Yeah. 30,
0: 36 with a belt.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing, uh, well, I had a couple things written down that I wanted to get into. Uh, I wanted to shout out this this video game that just got released. Um, I played it on. I, I think it's just on PC. Um, mm-hmm. It's this game called Gray. It's this kind of horror psychological uh, thriller kind of game. Um, and uh, I played it the other day for the first time. I beat it. I was actually the first in the world to beat it. What? Um, it's it's kind. Of, it's an indie game. Like it's not like a huge game. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The reason why, like, I was so eager to play it is because my cousin, Mike, who is in the Discord, and he listens to the show, he voices the main character. That was the game you were playing, right? Yeah. So I put in our Discord, this is another shout out for everyone to join our Discord Mm because it's it's good hangs in there, but I just threw in the Discord, hey, I'm going to be playing this game that my cousin is voicing the main character. Um, I'm going to stream it in Discord if you want to come hang out and watch or whatever. Um, So Mike tagged along, he watched. It was a really fun game. I mean, it's legitimately Mm. scary. Like, it got some spooks out of me uh beat it in like a in like a day and a half or whatever i think i beat it the next morning but yep. yeah uh go check it out on uh on steam it's called gray it's only like nine dollars oh sweet yeah really affordable game and cool. you're in you're into indie games like it's right up your alley nice yeah. well i don't like i don't like spooky games you can come on you gotta play this spooky, spooky did you it's ever so play spooky. pt
0: no no you know, i didn't have a place because it came out as a playstation thing at the time yeah. right i didn't have a playstation mm-hmm. at the time but i did Go to people's houses who had it. So I'm aware of it. Mm-hmm. And no, just like, st- I honestly think to this day, it's still like the scariest yeah thing that exists, like for something that you can play. Yeah. Which is crazy. But
1: I still have it on my, on my uh, PlayStation. Do you? Because I know they, after the whole Silent Hill thing uh, got like canned, like the game yeah. got canceled they removed PT from the store. Correct. So if you happen to delete it after you beat it, yeah. it doesn't exist to you anymore. But I never deleted it because of that purpose. That thing's probably worth money. You know, check eBay. My, for <laughs> my PS4 from 2015. Yeah, could be. Who you knows? never know. Um, That's funny. Yeah, so go check out Grey if you're into those kind of games. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and it's a it's a super affordable game. Yeah. Um, the last thing that I wrote down here that I wanted to get into before we talk about what we've been listening to lately. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I might be kind of putting myself into the line of fire here. Um, mm. I don't know if this is a controversial topic. Well, I know I know it, it's going to be a controversial topic, but fantastic. Taylor Swift has recently put out uh, a new album. Obviously, uh, was I have it up here on my Spotify, "Midnights." Um, oh, okay,
0: yep, yeah. Have you listened to it yet? I listened to a little bit of it. I didn't listen to the full. Oh, well, I listened to the full thing, but I didn't like. It was just like a quick listen. Yeah. Okay, so like I've
1: that. now listened to to the full thing uh, mm-hmm. a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Um. And to be honest, like I came into listening to it with the thought of, like, where did all this Taylor Swift height? Like, when did she become like the beyond the present day Beyonce? You know how when mm-hmm. now or before when anybody would say anything negative about Beyonce, you would have like a million people like. Yeah act- don't don't you dare compare Beyonce to Taylor Swift but unbelievable okay just i'm not saying that in terms of quality uh-huh. but they, she's become like that person where as soon as taylor swift releases anything and don't be like don't get me wrong like i like taylor swift we've mm-hmm. talked about how like much we used to listen to taylor swift back in the day but um when did she become that person that as soon as anything comes out like it's it's the number one thing and if you say anything bad about taylor swift like, right you're you're against us like when i did think she's happen?
0: been like that for a while Am I just late to the party? Well, no. I mean, so I think part of the reason why it was like she became so popular is because she started out country. Mm-hmm. Right. And country's got a lot of fans, specific fans for that. And so build up that that um, fan base with country music and then expanding more into that pop face. So she's already got a bunch of fans moving into like listening to that new version of it. So, I mean, I remember when Red came out mm-hmm. and it was still huge. Like I went to the Red concert and like, yeah. It was at BC Place. It was like almost sold out. So yeah. it's been like that for a while. But yeah, I mean, she definitely got a lot of flack with the recent album or the tour release, rather. Yeah. Oh, because of the prices action, and right? stuff. Fuck Ticketmaster. Fuck Ticketmaster. Yeah. So okay, maybe up. you can
1: fill me in here because I don't really know. I just saw the prices were crazy, and my head just immediately went to wait. We just talked about this about the Blink stuff. Yeah. Like the astronomical prices.
0: Well, like, it's not just Blink One Eighty Two. It's not just. Um, Taylor Swift it happened with Shania Twain as well. Usually these big artists that are coming. It's just getting worse with Ticketmaster. So They have the monopoly like Mm -hmm. of all tickets and because they have deals with uh, UMG Universal and Sony which are basically like the only people who own all the record labels Mm -hmm. That's where the deal goes if you're gonna do your concert, whatever you're just going through Ticketmaster because they have that so the issue is is that they, because they have that monopoly on it, there's resellers that will automatically like purchase and scalp using bots. So, you know, the whole bot thing, how that works? Not exactly. So it's not just with tickets, it's with other things like like shoes and clothes and things like that. So essentially what I can do is if a new shoe release is coming out or a new clothing release is coming out, I can buy bots. And basically what those bots do and what this tool does is it will automatically add whatever thing that I want to buy, however many to the cart and just quickly purchase it in, in a large amount. It's kind of the, the dumbed down version of it. Yeah. But, um, but it does it so insanely quick. You do it faster than somebody who's trying to add it normally. Yeah. So the thing is when you try to go get that new sneaker dropper, you try to go buy that new clothing item or whatever that, that you goes on sale at 7am and then for some at 701 it's out of stock. Yeah. It's because of bots and scalpers and and resellers. So the same thing goes for tickets. Um, Resellers will automate or use that same idea to purchase a large quantity of tickets, but they will resell them through Ticketmaster. Oh. So that is the verified resale ones. Yeah. And that is where the skyrocketing price comes from, because. They're reselling through Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster is okay with it because they're getting a cut. Yeah. So this got so bad for Taylor Swift is because they underestimated the amount of ticket sales that they had. So it started with a presale. Yeah. The presale was, again, just you get a presale code or you're with a certain, like, you know, you just get something presale code, right? And all of them are going to be scalpers. Majority of them are going to probably be scalpers. So um Or other individuals who want to try to purchase. So, because they purchased so much for the pre sale date, that's why the tickets got up to like $28,000 for oh a God. single ticket to, to buy that. Yeah. So, it got so bad, Ticketmaster put out a statement saying that we overestimated or underestimated the amount of people who would purchase these tickets. And because of that, you'd think they'd try to make it right for people who didn't get their tickets. They're yeah. like, we're just going to stop the general sale. Huh? we've we've got our money. Fuck you. That's it. What? Yeah. So they just know there's no more general sale.
1: So the only option for people now is to buy these, yeah. Astronomically priced. Yep. Oh my god. And that's the same
0: thing with Blink. It's just yeah. they're not, you know, they're not as high, but that so it's a huge problem and it's even gotten so so much that um people are calling for like the uh, I don't know if it's the the FCC but at least the government to step in yeah because they have a monopoly like I I remember going to uh, blue line sports yeah to go purchase tickets for concerts yeah and that's how we would we would buy them in um, for, for pop-punk the one in any place yeah the one in any place yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's where we would buy the tickets right and um, I have to
1: cough one sec I'm so
0: sorry <coughs> move away from the mic to breathe in. Of course. Yeah. Um yeah, I can't find it. But there there it looks like there is some sort of investigation opening up and it's because they just have this huge monopoly on it, which just fucking blows. Cause like wild they just charge whatever fees they want, right? You know when you buy a ticket on Ticketmaster, it's like, okay, the ticket's fifty dollars, but the service fee is ten dollars, the the convenience fee is seven dollars. So you're really paying like twenty-five percent more for a ticket, which is just so and dumb, yeah. I'm done with it. So, that being said, one of the other things that's really great about smaller concerts and pop punk and stuff like that is mm-hmm. that you don't have to buy them through Ticketmaster. Yeah, you just buy them from the venue. You just buy them from their website. Yeah, their directly news, whatever, from the band. Directly from the band. So that's one of the other reasons why I like smaller venue concerts. It's because number one. You don't have to give Ticketmaster fucking money and you get, you get a better connection. Like you just have a smaller venue. It's more intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have a lot more fun. Yeah. I, I don't remember if we
1: talked about this on the last episode or, or whatever, um, in regards to the blank prices, because I, I said, I'm not, I can't justify paying that no. much to go and see blank as much as I want to go and see them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I said to some people as well, maybe I said, it's my brother that if the story so far was one of the bands that was opening he, like here, because they're not. It's uh, turnstile is, is one of yes. them, but the story so far is doing some of the Europe shows, or, mm. or I believe mm. that's how it was working. I'd be a little bit more inclined yeah. to spend like the close to four hundred dollars, but I just can't. I went to see Coldplay when I was in grade eleven, in okay, in t- two thousand eleven, at Rogers Arena for one hundred and sixty dollars per ticket. Yeah, I said even though that was an incredible. I'll talk about that experience later, actually, because mm-hmm. it was an unbelievable uh, turn of events, but. I said after that, I will never spend that much on a yeah. ticket ever again. And I haven't. And mm-hmm. I don't plan to because I don't really think going to see a band for that much money is really worth it. No. Especially when like my ideal venue here in Vancouver is like the Vogue or yeah. the Commodore or yeah. something like that. And you're pretty much never going to spend more than $60 for a ticket to go see a band there. Yeah. That's perfect for me. That's ideal. I love that kind of that size of a venue. hmm. That's that's my price point, you know. Agree. Yeah. So I know this is a super <laughs> long tangent. Originally, I was I wanted to talk about Taylor Swift because I was, I went into her new album thinking like, okay, like I get it. She's got she's a huge star. Like new mm-hmm. album. Like all this kind of stuff. But like, I don't think she's like that great. Like what? And then you know, like I listened to the album and I actually enjoyed it more than I was expecting to. Yeah. So maybe I get the hype a little bit. But I just like I don't know when. To me, she's become like that same. Like, I'm not comparing her to Beyonce. Yeah, <laughs> but, but she's become that kind of figure where you know, like, if anybody ever says anything negative about, about Beyonce, they're like, "Don't you ever say anything." Mm-hmm. Negative <laughs> and I think it's kind of become the same thing with Taylor Swift. And like, do yeah. you notice how as soon as I started talking about this, you were
0: like, "Don't you dare compare Taylor Swift to Beyonce." I you feel like that's name. just that's just <laughs> a meme at this point. Like, I honestly don't give a shit. Like, we have somebody that we work with who's like Beyonce damn and uh i mean i I get it like there's there's fans for sure and there's super fans um (laughs) but um going back to it because when was the last time you heard a taylor swift song on the radio do you listen to the radio i don't
1: don't listen which is bad i'm in the radio industry like i don't (laughs) don't listen to fm radio
0: (laughs) okay well even still like the fm radio like any one of her her newer songs even from her last three albums i don't think any of them have made it and I'm I'm curious to look at top forty radio to see what's on there, but she's not. I'm pretty sure she's not. I and, wonder
1: if that uh, the, like the latest signal or single, uh, what's it called um, from this newest album, which is "I'm the problem." Or yeah, whatever. yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. I wonder if that one's on
0: like the top. It might be. It right yeah, could be that one's
1: because that one's all over TikTok. All over
0: TikTok. Yeah. So well, I think it was it was a lot because I mean her story of going through the record label and things like that, and mm-hmm. the record label owning all of her tunes. Mm-hmm. Her recreating the albums and things like that like that so i think these albums most recent ones are released for her not for you know the record company demands that yeah. they need these this amount of songs so i feel like that's why a lot of like because and she you know she's been open about like mental health struggles and um even eating disorders and things like that so again people um relate to that and yeah fair enough so,
1: i just thought it was so funny when i i went to go listen to this I almost like kind of went to hate listen this album mm, because I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't get the heights. Like I don't get it. And I listened to it. And the first like antihero, that's the song that I was thinking of. That's yeah. that was probably the signal single or whatever. But so the first four songs, I was like, when I was listening to it on my way to work, mm-hmm. I was my, my thought was, yeah, I don't think this is that good. Um, yeah. And I actually don't really like that song antihero from song. Number five, you're on your own kid. And onward, I was like, I get it.
0: <laughs> I'm here now.
1: The song "Midnight Rain" yeah slaps. Yeah, phenomenal album. Yeah, I'm into it, Taylor.
0: I'm into it. I, w- I was saying to Ben like it's at like at my first listen. I felt like it was like this is a good background music album. Yeah, for just like chilling in the house or whatever, just like think <laughs> about it. But I, I yeah, I'll give it another listen. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that was a fun little tangent, uh, and let's wrap it up as we always do with uh, Colton. What are you listening to right
0: now? So, what am I listening to right now? Um, Tool.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. Why? Do you have a reason, or you just stumbled on it? I Sh- just stumbled on it. Showed up in like a Discover Weekly. Mm-hmm. So again, always just looking for some new new jams. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the album. I don't even say. I don't even know how to say. It's like the A <laughs> E weird symbol um but the song 46 and 2 is just real good so i've added i've added it to the gym playlist um uh we were just talking about bonnie ver earlier today so mm-hmm. i've just been cranking some of the 22 a million and um that one's a good one um i've also might keep this quiet because ben's in the other room <laughs> if she can hear. i've just been figuring out what's some good wedding music Oh yeah, wow, we some good wedding music to listen wow, to. Wow, throw some suggestions. First dance songs, right? It's really, it's an important. A lot of pressure there. So, here's the thing. So, at, with with our, you know, wedding that's coming up and everything. Um I'm uh, the one thing that is like I'm, I'm going to stress over is the music. Mm-hmm. That's such a you thing. Oh, it is. It's too. ridiculous. <laughs> like there's some things that I will not budge on such as like like well a lot of people get wedding djs mm-hmm. right and i went to this one wedding where um the the songs were the typical like top 40 dance the classic like bruno mars songs but they were all remixes and they were all pitched like tempo down oh so like the the songs that you usually like yeah yeah they're slower okay you can't dance to that <laughs> it's fucking garbage It was still fun of course but like if we do a wedding dj Mm -hmm. like i'm like serious conversation like think of all the top 40 music that you listen to on the radio or that's usually played at weddings and delete them off your fucking playlist (laughs) do not play these songs at my wedding i'm almost at the like again this is going to be a while away but like i would rather just throw the spotify on shuffle with the songs that i've curated
1: and save some money that way this is something that i can Say, this might be the most confident take I've ever had in my life, okay. And uh, and I mean this in a compliment, yeah, to yeah, yeah. You and Vin. Mm-hmm. I can confidently say that you two will have the best music <laughs> at your guys's wedding. I am so confident about yeah. that, yeah. So, I, if if you're gonna, whatever you would tell the DJ, like, yeah, I would. I, I think uh, you're. I think you're right in saying whatever it is that you're going to
0: say. So it's <laughs> it's brutal, and that's like. And I mean, that's one of the things I do take pride in is being very anal about like the music needs to fit the mood. Totally, yeah. Needs to fit the mood, and when it doesn't fit the mood, I immediately notice it, and I'm just like, <laughs> I hate it. It's so bad. It's so bad.
1: This might actually be. Uh, I mean, we've been in almost every episode so far. We've like given a shout out to someone that we've found on tiktok or mm. whatever like someone uh, musically related and this mm-hmm. kind of this like jogged my memory yep. uh, of someone that i saw i believe her name is taylor acorn if i remember correctly i might have sent you some of her stuff before but she Chuck. takes uh, like she had she's had a handful of tiktoks go like i don't know viral is, mm. is the right way to put it or whatever but um i know she did one where it was She redid First Date by Blink182 as a wedding song. Oh, acoustic. Oh. Yeah, so it sounds like really nice and pleasant. Maybe we can throw it up on the the screen in the Mm -hmm. video version or, or in the audio one as well. Okay,
0: so do you guys remember the song that goes like this? What if it was a really pretty wedding song? Let's go, don't wait. This night's almost over. Honest. Let's make this night last forever, forever and ever.
1: Let's make this last forever. But yeah, just this very nice uh, mostly piano and vocals version of First Date by Blink. And then I think she's done the same thing for a handful of other pop punk songs Sweet. as well, where she's kind of made them like wedding yeah, versions.
0: Yeah. Adding that to the playlist. There you go. Also, totally reminded me as well. So my cousin Kale, mm-hmm. he's got a little little cute little baby. Little guy. He sent me this album that there's nursery rhyme versions of pop punk yes! songs. Oh, um, Motion City soundtrack. Is it, nursery is it a Sparrow
1: rhyme. something? Sparrow sings? Sparrow yeah. sleeps? Here, I'll find it. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't remember. Like Me and him have talked about this before. I don't mm. remember if I sent it to him or he sent it to me or what. Yeah. I, might, I might have gotten it from him but yeah incredible I told Jen about that forever ago I was like yeah. our child will be falling asleep to. <laughs> Absolutely that's so cool. <laughs> to sleeping with sirens just <laughs> Yeah
0: uh, okay I can't find it but it, okay. it's it's out here somewhere which is so cool. Um, so yeah that um, Bear, bon like just typical like wedding songs or whatever more like slow acoustic songs and then um, a lot of old school hip hop um are you talking about what you've been listening to or what's going to be on the way? Well, no, what I'm listening to right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what I'm listening to right now. Um, things like um, Tribe, uh, Wu-Tang, uh, Souls of Mischief, Nas. So diverse. Good stuff. Yeah. It's good Oh, you got stuff. me into Nas.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Back... Uh, when we were doing our, our previous version of the podcast, mm-hmm. um, we did like our music club thing when we would give each other an album. Yeah. Oh, I still me- love that. That's a yeah. good idea. I, I, have, I still have one of his albums. Nice. I saved on my Spotify from way back then. Good, good shit. Thought, yeah.
0: Good shit. Um, How about you? Yeah. So what rocking?
1: I've been honestly like not really listening to a ton. Mm. However, I will say... I'm still so fired up that on the last episode you brought up Aaron West in the Roaring Twenties oh, yeah? because that's what I've been like spam uh-huh. listening to right on. Uh, both the albums he's got a couple singles as well as you're aware, but yeah, um, the song from his first album, uh, "We Don't Have Each Other." The first song on the album is called "Our Apartment," mm-hmm. and the amount of people that I sent that to throughout the week, like I sent it to my dad. Yeah. I sent oh. it, me and my friend Gabby send music to each other a whole bunch. Like whenever she finds something, and I'll mm-hmm. find something, we'll we'll send music to each other. I sent it to Jen, obviously. Like I, I I've been listening to both of the albums in general a ton, mm-hmm. but that song is one that. I'll finish the album or I'll finish an album and then I'll go back and listen to that song like two more times and then move yeah. on to the next album and then I'll halfway through, I'll go back to that song and listen to it again. I just, I've just i been so hooked. I'm so glad you reminded me yeah, of yeah, the yeah, West and that's the good. 20s. And speaking
0: of which, just from from last uh, last episode, right, you mentioned Slaughter Beach Dog. Mm-hmm. And I texted you after because I listened to them and I was like, oh, I have like a bunch of their songs in my leg. Yeah. I have no idea. So like the Acolyte song, like that's in the wedding song. That is that is a good song. Yeah, it's good. So yeah, love Slaughter Beach dog. Didn't know about it. Yeah, love we Yeah, we do. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, should we hop into uh, the the bulk of the show
0: here? The what concerts. We, the concerts.
1: Um, so I think what we're gonna be doing is maybe let well sort of like what we did with last episode. We'll go back and forth so yeah. that we each get a little bit of time to think in in between, um, and then we'll we'll rank. Let's say our top five favorite con pop punk concerts that we've seen or that mm-hmm. we've been to um or maybe just name them in any order and then at the end maybe we
0: can yeah. rank them afterwards yeah, so i we don't we have the brain up. capacity to do that yeah so <laughs> and
1: and i'm sure like that's what i mean being able to go back and forth it gives you time because i'm sure that once we start going you might think think of, one uh-huh. of you, oh yeah i forgot i went and saw them and how good of a show that was yeah, so yeah. let's get ours out on the table and then afterwards we'll rank them and then afterwards we can give some shout outs to some of the non-pop punk concerts that we've seen yeah. of shows that you know play some influence or hold some real estate in our brain. Yeah.
0: Uh, do you wanna go first? Yeah, okay, so <clears throat> funny thing is, so the majority of the concerts that I went to is in obviously the pop punk concerts I went to were mm-hmm. in like the mid 2000s to early 2010s. Okay. Right, makes sense. Problem is, I remember in grade eight going to see Boys Like Girls. Yeah. And what do you do when you're at a concert? You usually take a video mm-hmm. or take a photo. I didn't have an iPhone in 2007, 2008. <laughs> I had a flip phone Motorola Razor.
1: Yeah, you did.
0: I didn't, have a, I didn't have a phone that was a good camera. I had a digital camera <laughs> dating myself. So I'm just saying there's a chunk of time that we have lived where... The only photographic evidence of it is either in the old memory of your old phone or like some thrown away memory stick, some <laughs> thumb drive. So the majority of the concert photos and things I have are yeah. like somewhere in there, like an yeah. the old iPhoto's library. But going back to when I think my first kind of pop punk concert was was Boys Like Girls, mm-hmm. and they had been uh, who opened for them was all time low in motion city soundtrack mm-hmm. that was the concert where i told you that like oh i just got to reintroduce to most most city this is just motion shitty motion <laughs> <City>. <laughs> and um you know get a capital h song and things like that and then one of the other bands that was going to open for them was the format but they didn't make it over the border or they their gear didn't make it over the border so afterwards they actually played an acoustic show like on this like street whatever was something so that was cool mm-hmm. um so I think just being the first one, like it was a really memorable one. I got yeah. a photo with the drummer, I think. And so that was cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. And that was, yeah, 2007, 2008, I want to say.
1: Cool. Okay. Uh, mine, I'm going to go to my first concert ever as well. Mm-hmm. That's where my brain was going to go, which was in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad got my brother and I tickets to go see Sum 41. That was I've seen them twice. Yeah. Uh, that was my first time going to see them my first concert that ever. was your
0: first concert ever yeah, some 41
1: at the Pacific Coliseum that's legit and it was it's so funny like people that know my dad mm-hmm. they've heard this phrase before but you know like when you when you walk up to a concert and you can start to smell weed yeah uh, from people smoking in the line sure like anytime my dad smells that uh-huh. he my dad loves the smell of it and he, and he always goes sweet staggy weed <laughs> And that, that, was, that was the first time I ever heard him say that and now I've heard it like an infinite amount of times. yeah um, but I just remember the whole experience cause it's 2005 at that. I don't know. I forget how old you are in, in grade five, but I had never been mm-hmm. to anything like that before. I hadn't, I don't even think I'd been to a Canucks game at that point. So yeah. I'd never really been to anything with that big of a crowd before. Yeah. So to get that whole experience for the first time of walking up, you're kind of like shimmying between people. I'm trying to hang out on my dad's coat because yeah. I'm nervous and scared. You get this smell that I've at the time I'd never smelled before. Like, what is going on here? Why are people acting Why so does it crazy? It smells like
0: skunk cabbage, Dad. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, Sun Forty One put on an awesome show. They have I've this. They played this video a- as they came out onto the stage. I think you can still find it if you look on YouTube. But it was this video of. Uh, it eventually ended with the drummer. Uh, his name was Stevo, I think. Hmm. It was like this big skit, but he. Loses to the bass player in a in a pickup bas- basketball game, and then because he's mad, he he beats up, kills, and cooks the bass player, and then nice. serves him for dinner to the singer and the guitar player. That's memorable. And then at the end of the video, uh, they all you know like come out and start playing or whatever. It kind of transitioned to them becoming onto stage. But I see. Um, do you remember the band Seether? Like, does that name ring a bell to you at all? Seether. Yeah. No, I don't know. OK, so uh, honestly, like I don't really remember them musically. They yeah. opened for some 41 okay. at that show. But at the end of the show, members of their band mm-hmm. were out handing out these. They almost look like credit cards worth of or like credit card sized. Um, I'm doing an awful job of describing <laughs> this. It, it was these cards that had pop out guitar picks.
0: Oh, cool. Of
1: uh, Of like these custom see guitar picks oh, sweet. and so my brother and i we each got like a handful of these cards so we had like an endless number of these picks nice i, it, I have one left still to this day oh, and it's really? my favorite pick it's oh, like it's cool. the perfect softness has yeah. the perfect amount of flex for me and stuff so uh shout out see i don't know if you guys still make music or <laughs> not but your guys's picks are awesome that's awesome so, uh yeah some 41 that's my first on the list
0: i'm literally going back in my facebook photos because that's the one that like the social media that i just don't use
1: that's what i was going to say when you were talking about some of these pictures and videos they live like on old sd cards Is yeah i was going to say they're probably on or they live somewhere. on facebook yeah I just...
0: so uh, that's crazy that's your first concert my first concert was rain as the beatles <laughs> Which was still cool because, like, yeah, you know, the Beatles was sweet. Yeah,
1: that was the cool. My dad was very, my dad is very, like, pro music, pro mm-hmm. experience, pro. So, like, I, I don't know. I didn't, I don't think really any of my friends at that age were going to concerts. Yeah. And my dad got us some 41 tickets. Yeah. It was so
0: cool. That's really cool. I think one of the next concerts is looking at my Facebook chronological order <laughs> here. Uh, 2008 of October, I uh, went to go see Hit the Lights. Oh, okay. So I saw hit the lights, mm-hmm. um, and I I don't remember who opened for them. I also don't remember where it was. Um, I also be I also remember being introduced to say anything at mm-hmm. that time. Listening to say anything on the way over there. Yeah, that was a great song because I know that the song Wow I Can Get Sexual Too was popular around that time with scene kids and emo kids. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. They put on a really good show. They were really awesome. Nick signed my Hit The Lights hoodie with a Ninja Turtle. It was sweet. <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Cool. 2008, Hit 2008, The Lights. Yeah. And you've had some contact, you said, with, uh, was it Nick from Hit The Lights? Yeah,
0: yeah. He posted in the, the subreddit, Pop Punkers, and like he's got a side project, which I talked about, Thief Club. Mm-hmm. And it's good stuff, man. I really like this voice um he just hits the he hits the notes real well yeah so yeah no it's good stuff it's hard it's uh, it's emotional <laughs> <laughs> but uh it's awesome i really enjoy listening to it so shout out nick thief club hit the lice good stuff cool uh
1: okay next up on my list i'm gonna go with uh, a classic i'm gonna go with all-time low yeah who i've seen a handful i think i've seen like three or four times um mm-hmm. almost every time has been at the vogue yep the one that I'm going to – the one that stands out in my mind the brightest, I guess, is mm-hmm. is the first time that I saw them at The Vogue. And that's mo- – I mean, A, it was the first time I had seen them. So it was that was really cool. And yeah. that was for me in peak all-time low days. That was in like 2011, 2010, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something like that, or around that time. Um, so that was in like the peak of my fandom of all-time low. And yeah. the reason why that was such a cool show for me was – at the end of the show, they do their encores, they play Dear Maria like they always do. I got yeah. to see them do the guitar throw. Oh live, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so cool. Sick. I
0: remember that.
1: But the coolest part for me was immediately after the show, they're doing I mean they have a whole crew that does their tear their teardown stuff mm-hmm. for them, but um, they were doing a little bit of it themselves. And Alex, the lead singer, yeah, is uh, he he has the set list taped down on the stage right. for him to be able to to look at whatever. Uh, at the end of the show when they're tearing down he peels it off puts it into like crumbles into a ball and throws into the crowd and it perfectly lands in my hand oh nice just it's like it just floated into my hand and at when he first threw it like we didn't know what it was i'm there with like my brothers there my friend gabby our friend laura like i think there was a few of us there yeah um and all of us were just like totally rattled this thing like my my arms were just in the air because I was just excited and cheering and it it just landed in my hand and I closed it that was it and then so afterwards we get outside and uh get some air, and and I think Laura was the one that was able to. She was the one that was able to carefully undo mm-hmm. it because I was too afraid to rip it. Yeah. This thing is taped together; it just looked like a ball of black hockey tape. Yeah, and she peel, she unpeels it, and, and I still have it to this day. Actually, it's it's it was their set list. They had the date on there wrong, so that's why I think if I ever showed it to anybody, they would think that I'm lying because <laughs> it, it, it said August 16th on it instead of the 15th. Right, but. Fuck <laughs> you guys it's real yeah and oh, yeah I still cool. have it uh, and it made for it made that experience this that already really fun and cool experience of me seeing all-time low
0: for the first time yeah this
1: like unforgettable experience because now this part of the stage just landed in my hand
0: that's one of the coolest things right when I always give the drumsticks and stuff yeah so cool so I've got two things from concerts i've actually got a pick signed by uh, i guess the lead singer of boys like girls yeah and me and Ben recently went to Alt-J. Yeah. And we got their set list. That's so And he so threw cool. it. So he threw it. And there wasn't um, there wasn't a lot of people going for it. I guess not a lot of people saw it. Yeah. And I was like, Phew, I'm going to go for this. <laughs> so I opened it up. Hold on. I have it here. Oh.
1: Live on the show. Yeah, live on the show. <laughs> okay. So a little bit of play-by-play for people that aren't watching. He's getting up and going to the bookshelf.
0: And oh, now we Yeah, this, looks, have
1: exa- this. looks like what well, my set list icon looks yeah. like.
0: Yeah, I don't think they put a lot of artistic creativity into it. Yeah, fair. But what was wrapped inside the set list. No way. (gasps) No way. Yeah. It's a little, uh, it's a pick, guitar pick. So it's cool because it's like a, um, like a shiny foil with uh i guess the name of the pick, but also the 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 delta symbol which they use a lot so very cool. yeah both of that was wrapped in together which was awesome wow oh shit yeah very cool so they had a good set list love love all that's a long set list yeah it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun so we've seen them twice um so your all-time your next one was all-time low yes my next uh, one was my next one was also going to be all-time low oh don't remember when or whichever ones i've seen i do remember loves i love seeing them live i do have this one terrible Terrible experience, though. Uh-oh. With an all-time low show. oh And it was with Kale and it was with the merch table. Uh-oh. Got scammed out of five bucks or ten bucks.
1: From the person at the from table? From the person
0: at the merch table. Piece of shit. No. Guy has a wad of... Wad, it's a classic scammer trick. He's got a wad of cash in his hand. Pay the 20-something dollars for the shirts or the $40 for some of the shirts. Takes the cash, puts it on top, then recounts it. And it's like, you're five bucks short.
1: No. Yeah. Like,
0: Are you fucking kidding me? We, just, we gave you the money. He's like, you're five bucks short. Either cough up... Take your money and get the fuck out of here. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So <laughs> we gave him the extra dollar. And then Kale turns around and is like, hey, this guy's a fucking scammer. Yeah, good Don't for him. Don't buy from him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, I was bullshit. That guy was such a fucking prick. Wow. Yeah. But Damn. but everything else is great. The yeah. show itself was great. The show good itself was always yeah. great. Did you get to see them do the guitar throw thing? Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what? I think that might have been <laughs> the the same time as and i wish i i wish i had my research into this but <laughs> the same time where we also saw the worst performance we've ever seen oh so l- very bottom of the list of the worst concert i think they were opening was metro station
1: no way metro
0: station literally i liked them because obviously you're seeing emo yeah. kid listening to their whole metro station ah. album i listened to it i saw them live and i never listened to them again really that is because they were that bad they were so
1: bad Um, so bad this remind this
0: jogged my memory (laughs) of something and i
1: (laughs) actually i meant to text you this a few weeks ago um because you and i you and i have seen a couple shows together yeah and um one of the shows that we saw together was it the Commodore Ballroom? Frank Turner, baby. Frank Turner. So I was actually good. going to talk about that later. It's one of my favorite shows that I've seen outside of the genre. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the opener? The Cuckoo Kangaroos. The Cuckoo Kangaroos. <laughs> Do you remember? I think I still have the screenshot of this. Yes. Maybe we can we can throw this. Do you remember what you texted me during the show? Yes.
0: Are you allowed to say it? Yeah, no. I, was, I, was, I mean, not a tasteful joke, but... <laughs> It was pretty funny. It was, I mean, like, it was a weird, to be fair, you're expecting Frank Turner. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to Frank Turner, go listen to, um, Tape Deck Heart. Fantastic album. So good. Yeah. He really, like, blew up and then just kind of, like, did not after that. But yeah. his, all his music's really good. So we all went to go listen to Tape Deck Heart. It was that tour. It was super good, right? We we're kind of, exper- like, there's an opener, right? Who's it going to be? And it was, like, this children's band. It
1: was, like, it, uh, what are the what are those guys that wear the different colored shirts? The Wiggles. The Wiggles. It yeah. was like the Wiggles, but they were all gold.
0: Yeah, it was really weird. I just didn't. I did not vibe with it at all. I hated it. Yeah. And like I was just, I texted you. I was like, I wish somebody would put a roofie in my drink so I could forget about this <laughs> night. This <laughs> is terrible, tasteless joke. I know, but at the time, you know, was, I I I've still
1: had this screen. It popped up in my memories or whatever, did it. like a month ago or yeah, something. I was funny. gonna send it to you, and be like, hey, remember this? But yeah, yeah I remember them. It was literally just two guys in 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 gold shirts jumping around
0: doing. Dumb they had shit.
1: backpacks on. They were like one of their songs was talking about like an alligator, yeah. chomping or something. Mm-hmm. So they were oh, walking, yeah, right. walking yeah, on yeah, the stage yeah. doing like that the the teeth thing yeah. with their arms going back and forth. It was and everybody in the crowd was in this. I think was kind of in the same mindset of like what are
0: what's going on here? Yeah, like, are we do at the I, right show? Do I have to participate in this? Like, should yeah. I? It and was... I remember
1: Frank Turner actually saying something. While he was on, he was like, "Yeah, give it up for the cuckoo kangaroos. I love those guys." And I just remember thinking, "Is this a bit? Like, yeah, right? Are we?" Us? Fuck, David, I I did not enjoy it. Yeah, but we can we can talk more about that yeah, show yeah, later yeah. though, because yeah. that was a that was a really cool show. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you did all time low as well. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so my next one that I'm gonna go to is a day to remember. Nice. I saw them. I've seen them twice. We saw them open for Blink. Yep. Uh, in in Abbotsford a few years ago. Um, but I saw them for the first time at the Vogue, of course, Mm -hmm. at the Vogue, where I see all my shows, Mm -hmm. but I saw them with our mutual friend, Ty. Yeah. And for me, so this was, I think this was in their common courtesy era, uh, which was one of their, one of their big albums, or it might've been just before that. Actually, I think it was just before that, but that show was so cool to me. The whole day leading. So the night before I was at this house party. The, I the next day I was the most hungover I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life, to the point where you know the show starts at like I don't know seven or eight or something. Mm. I'm still in bed at five p.m. and I'm on the verge of texting Ty saying mm. I don't think I can go. Damn, like I'm so hungover. You went hard. Yeah, it was horrendous, and I and I think I did text Ty saying that, and he and he still he convinced me to get out, yeah, uh, get out of bed and, and go. And I'm so glad that he did because the show itself was so good anybody that's seen a data remember they usually do something with like an inflatable ball or, mm-hmm. an, or an inflatable pool floaty where they'll throw it onto the crowd and then the lead singer jeremy will jump onto the floaty yes. and he's crowd surfing in this floaty that's surfing on top of all the people and it's so cool and i just remember at, oh and I'll pierce the veil opened for them too uh, which is okay. really cool Damn. that was my my first and only time seeing them live and that was they were really good mm-hmm. but um i just remember right before the last song of their encore and i don't remember what the song was but i remember jeremy the lead singer screaming into the mic get your money's worth and me and ty (laughs) were at the back and as soon as i heard that i was so amped and just forced my way to the front yeah and was just jumping with the crowd like the whole the whole building felt like it was vibrating through my body and it ended up just being one of the best experiences of my life. I had to go to work the next day. I was the most tired I think uh-huh. I've ever been, or at least had ever been at the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I dated, and then like like I said, they opened for Blank, who we saw, uh, we saw that show a handful yes. of years ago. And even though they were an opener, they put on a great show. Oh, they did. They still did that inflatable thing this time. I think it was with a, one of the big inflatable <laughs> hamster yes. balls. I think. Yep. Go and run out onto the crowd. And I do remember that. Yeah, great show, a day to remember. Can't uh, I? They they've fallen off a little bit in present day. Their 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 present day stuff isn't my favorite necessarily. Mm-hmm. But that era of a day to remember and and how good of a show they put on. If you get a chance to see them live, I would strongly recommend it. Nice.
0: Yeah. So I'm just trying. I'm just gonna think of like all the other different bands. I'm just gonna kind of rattle off because those are really the big ones that stick out. Obviously, sure. like Motion City Soundtrack. Um, I've seen (sighs) All American Rejects a handful of times, but, um, a lot of them were just like other, just kind of one-off concerts. It's, it's tough to remember those specifically. I really wish I had photos of them or have a timeline or something, but, um, Around that time is like the again the later two thousand tens is when I started listening to Dawes a mm. lot. Ooh. And those guys primarily became the, the the concerts that I would primarily go to yeah. with 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 the fam because like they're just they're still like still one of my favorite bands. they yeah. awesome. Not pump punk, punk at all.
1: Not pump punk, no. punk, punk punk. Shout out to Kale, cause he's the one who showed
0: yeah. I, I don't know
1: if he showed you them, but mm-hmm. he showed me them. And that was part of when we were working at Swanee yeah, together, yeah. that was part of like you talked about on episode one about how you were like you listen to Blink, I listen to yeah, Blink, yeah, and Dawes yeah. was one of those bands that like you listen to Dawes, I listen yeah. to Dawes, and that just like blo- blossomed our they friendship. They were so good, yeah. so
0: good, and still, still are. Um, and those like those are the best concerts that I feel because number one they're super talented musically, mm-hmm. um, and they just put on such a good show. Now I'm trying to think of specific other pop punk bands that I've, I've listened to and i know i'm probably forgetting some other ones but i'd say mm-hmm. one more and like in the alternative mm-hmm. verse um i've seen foals live mm-hmm. who put on a great show i think i think foals was the loudest concert i've ever been to really yeah absolutely and that was a lot of fun i've seen young the giant who i very wow. much enjoy um i'm really struggling right now <laughs> to, to figure out these
1: you want me to go I have another. I have yeah you go uh, yeah sure and then maybe after this we can start to like rank the ones that we've that we've named yeah. or whatever um, okay then the last one I have a I have a hand and I said to you off air as well but we can't you cannot forget about DJ spider you know obviously the <laughs> instant classic he uh, was the first opener as people were entering the building of course and we saw Blinken and data remember so shout out DJ spider uh, he, people forget about him all the time um, The next one, or my last one, I guess that I'll name, is Neck Deep. Oh, yeah. And I said on the last episode that Neck Deep is one of my present-day favorite bands. Mm -hmm. I I listen to them a ton. I went to go see them. I've mentioned my friend Gabby a few times in this episode. Me and her went to go see them. um, I don't even know how long ago, probably five years ago now or something like that. And Funny story, actually. We got the tickets in, in the summer. This was a show around Christmas time. We got tickets in the, in the summer leading up to that winter. Yeah. And we got pre-sale tickets, which means we got to go watch their sound, tra- uh, sound check, um, do like a photo thing with them. Sweet. And, and, and uh, be a part of like a Q&A with them and stuff. So uh, we got those tickets in the summer. Dom, my brother, mm-hmm. shortly after that, as like a gift for me, maybe it was like a Christmas present or it might have been like a birthday present or something. Dom was like, Oh, I'm going to get you neck deep tickets yeah. for you and some of your friends. Um, but he didn't like tell me beforehand. That's just what his thought process yeah. was. So he buys me these tickets and I and I have to say to him afterwards like, "Oh my god, thank you. I already bought tickets and not only that, I bought better tickets than what you Oh know cuz I got these presale, like I get to go to sound check and stuff and Dom was like, "Oh, okay. No, I'll just find other people to go yeah. or, or whatever." I'm pretty sure Dom ended up working that night and he Couldn't find people to take the tickets. Oh no! So Dom just bought like four of these tickets, and I mean, bless his heart, because it was such a thoughtful gift. Yeah, but I do. I think they ended up not being used, unfortunately. (sighs) But that show, Net Deep, is one of those bands for me where I know every single one of their lyrics. Yeah, and for me and I think I can probably speak on behalf of most people when you're mm-hmm. at those shows when you're when you know all the lyrics they're way more fun because yeah, you're absolutely. that much more engaged you're jumping around you're singing along like you're screaming your heart out that was one of those shows for me yeah. where some guy in front of me like I don't. I don't know. This could be taken as like a passive aggressive petty thing or whatever. I think mm-hmm. it was more of a joke. He like turned around at one point and he's like, "Wow, you know all the words, huh?" <laughs> 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 yup. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Neck Neck Deep is my last one. I think they're uh, they're one of my favorite bands of present day, and I think they put on one of the best shows. Yeah.
0: No, that's good. Okay, I just searched some like bands. I'm just gonna rifle off. Yeah ones that I've seen and I, I enjoyed. So I've seen We We the Kings before. I enjoyed Ooh. them. They were really fun. Nice. Yeah. um Motion, obviously. Oh, the Wonder Years. Hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. With Chief State. With Chief State. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. um Doesn't really count, but no, I'm not going to say it. Just Family Force 5. They're not really pop punk, but <laughs> they're a great band. um Billy Talent. Oh, you saw them. I saw them at Pemberton. Whoa. And it was still it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. It was awesome. uh Hey Monday, seen mm-hmm. them great job Cassidy Pope it's cool um, I have not seen the audition even though I have Valencia I've seen live they're really awesome um, I Cobra Starship technically yes I have seen them there yeah, yeah. um American Rejects I've seen I haven't seen Paramore neither have I Crazy, yeah. They'd be a cool. And I've always said as well, uh Weezer is another
1: one of those bands that I've, I I want to see before yeah. they retire. I don't know if I'll ever get the opportunity, mm-hmm. to, but
0: yeah, Paramore is one of those bands too. I yeah, think. and I haven't seen Green Day. That's shocking to me. I know. I just I just missed out on the concert. So the thing you were talking about before, where it's like when you know the lyrics, know the songs, it's that much better. Yeah. It was tough for me because that's how I got introduced to the bands. Is I would first hear them when when they <laughs> opened for something. i it, like, oh, I like them. Then I'll buy a CD, fall in love with them, and then like have to wait two years to yeah. to go see them again. That's how I got introduced to most of the bands. Yeah, but still, it's um, still a good time.
1: Should we uh, should we get a little, give a little love to some of the uh, non pop punk shows then as well? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'm glad you brought up Dawes.
0: Yeah. How many times have you seen them? At least uh, about uh, about. 10 times. Okay. That yeah. Wow. About uh, 10 times. I would there, say, yeah.
1: There's a That's that's funny in like an interest, not in like a bad way. Mm-hmm. But because there's a lot of bands, like I don't even, I don't think I would go to see Blink 10 times. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I would, I can see the argument to go and see Dawes that many times because they're such, not to say the guys in Blink aren't, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: go and watch a Dawes, a live Dawes yeah. video. Yeah. They're so talented, yeah. And the harmonies that they can put on, and and certain bands as well. I mean, we've talked about this. I mean, you just talked about this with Metro Station. Like mm-hmm. their stuff in studio compared to their stuff live, yeah. isn't even comparable. Yeah, Dawes is one of those bands where somehow they sound better when they're live, yeah, than their studio stuff. And but it's
0: not their studio stuff isn't bad. No, not it's, to say their amazing. studio stuff is bad yeah. at all.
1: Just that's how good they are live. Yeah, I've seen them once mm-hmm. they opened for kings of leon at rogers sweet and you know like i don't i'm not a, the biggest kings of leon fan mm-hmm. i don't dislike them but uh my dad got me got me and my brother dom tickets to go see those guys i i mostly just wanted to see dawes yeah you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like there was an opening band dawes was also opening for kings of leon but and and kings of leon put in a good show but mm-hmm. i was there to see dawes yeah. and i'm so glad that's the only time i've seen them that they put on such a good show yeah you know
0: they definitely do so yeah still one of the, the best ones that i, I you know c- consistently good but i'd say hands down the best concert i've ever been to just flat out is vampire weekend yeah why what about it it was long they played a lot of good songs yeah. and they just it was so good i don't know everything about it was just so good like that's ben's favorite band is vampire weekend very cool and um I had never seen them live before, but just like each one of their songs was so good. So their new, their newest album, right? The song Sunflower. You ever Mm -hmm. heard of it? I don't think so. Okay. It's super good. It's a shorter song, but when they played um, it live, they made it probably about a 10 minute song. Wow. And the guy that they had come up play with them, his name, I'll shout him out. His name is Brian Robert Jones. He is fucking awesome. Yeah. He's made a song that went completely really, really viral on TikTok. It's like, it's, it's about poop shit. (laughs) <laughs> Singing about poop It's really funny
1: I got a bunch of shit On my
0: Um and he's like, this is what I'm famous for. Seriously, people love wow. singing about poop. But anyway, he was like, just <laughs> absolutely jamming, so talented. I was like, this is, oh, it was so good. It was so good. So that was just hands down the best concert I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. Um, Vampire Weekend.
1: Um, well, I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, so this isn't the best concert that I've ever been to. I'll talk mm-hmm. about that afterwards. But uh, we talked about Frank Ocean a little bit. Yeah. Um. No, Frank Turner. Frank, Frank, Frank Turner. Ocean. Okay. I was like, you've seen yeah. Frank Ocean? Oof. You fucking kidding me? No, I haven't Oof. seen Oof. him. I had a brain fart there for a mm-hmm. second. Uh, Frank Turner. Uh, we saw him at the Commodore. That was yeah. the the Cuckoo Kangaroos. Yeah. or Whatever. Um. Do you remember a lot from that show?
0: Uh, for the Frank Turner show? Yeah. Because that was I, a long time ago. Yeah, I remember a good chunk of it. Like, I remember there was one part where he got everybody to like sit down on that's
1: the part that i was going to talk about yeah it was the coolest thing i've ever seen yeah
0: he i don't even remember what the song was
1: mm-hmm. but it, it got to this really slow and mellow part and he gets the entire crowd and the entire crowd cooperated and participated yeah which that makes the entire thing exactly it gets everybody to go down like almost like you're sitting cross-legged everyone's yeah. kind of like on one knee so you have frank turner on this stage above everybody already and then everybody is down to mm-hmm. their knees that that much lower and it was the weirdest thing to look at yeah and then the song builds and builds and builds until it gets to this point where everybody everybody jumps up at the same time like
0: yeah you're like slowly building up with the song
1: yeah and, it's like, and it was just like i i remember having this moment or it was more so afterwards where because in the moment you're just You're just reacting. You're just going along with everything, and and it's so cool. But afterwards, I remember walking back to where where my car was parked and just thinking about that and just thinking, what the hell was that? That was so cool. I've never seen anything like that at any show that I've ever been to in my life. Mm -hmm. And I think – I. it's kind of a weird thing to have to picture, but I don't think that many people in general listening to this would be like, "Yeah, that happened at this show that I Right? See. Like, it other doesn't than seem like a common thing. The
0: other like thing I can compare it to is like a super heavy heavy metal band, just yeah. like telling like, the this side of the room go over there, this side yeah. of the room, and then just run at each other. <laughs> Those ones are cool, but yeah, something like that. No, it's been pretty interesting. Did you also remember the guy who like almost wanted to fight me? No. So, Frank Turner was previously in a punk band. Okay. Right, and a lot of his, a lot, especially from Tape Deck Heart, were could very well much be uh, punk songs. Like you change out some of the acoustic guitars, and like they're like they're jumping songs. Yeah, right. And when you are a past punker, (laughs) and you create music that makes people jump up and down. (laughs) I like mosh pits. Of course. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. These mosh pits are cool, but I wasn't trying to start a mosh pit at that place, but I was pretty jumpy. Of course. And some dude got super butthurt. <laughs> he just like looked around, give me this, like almost shoved me back. And I was like, fuck you, buddy. It's a concert. Be happy. Jump around. Enjoy the music. Yeah.
1: Mm. Did anything come
0: of it? I don't know. I don't know. He, he just gave me a dirty look and oh, gave loser. me a little push. I was like, listen get the fuck to the back of the stage we're not gonna you're just gonna sit here like and to be fair that's what i do now at concerts <laughs> <laughs> i just mm, yes <laughs> i look like i'm having a terrible time i yeah. just i'm just sitting here just stone face just <laughs> but internally this is the best concert i've ever been. yeah to. Just
1: having the time just enjoying it from yeah exactly not afar <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <sighs>
0: but uh but, um,
1: yeah. Okay, so the last one that I'll talk about, and this one uh, I mentioned before, uh, the, the Coldplay show. Mm. This, for me, was the best show I've ever seen because of the entire experience of it. Yeah. And I don't know how many Coldplay fans there are. Honestly, like in present day, I don't really listen to their stuff anymore. Yeah. This was in there. I don't even remember what the album was called. It had... Um, feels like heaven i think this the single was on mm-hmm. it and they had another song called charlie brown milo exilo oh something? okay yeah, yeah, album. yeah that
0: was good that's a good album
1: yeah good album um so it was uh, me and my friend dylan that that got tickets and they were like nosebleed seats up in yeah. the we were basically looking directly at the stage from the opposite 300 level at rogers oh, okay. so as far away as you could get as high up as you could get yeah and so we're sitting there in the stands and uh oh, by the way um uh city and color was opening for them sweet yeah and i i don't remember who the other band that was opening but regardless i'm we're seeing city and color in Coldplay, like yeah. that's a big show yeah um we're sitting there and we we went to the merch table before we each get cold play shirts so we're sitting there waiting for the show and some guy comes walking up and he's like looking around for people and he just comes up to us and he's like hey, uh, I'm like a roadie with with Coldplay. We're, mm-hmm. we're looking for people to upgrade their seats. Do you guys want to come sit on the floor? And we're like, yeah. yeah. And like, honestly, at the time, I remember kind of thinking like, is this a joke? Like, is yeah, this guy about yeah, to yeah. scam me out of my seats. right? Me? But we follow him anyways. Turns out we're now sitting third row on oh. the floor. Like, I'm a stone's throw distance from Dallas Green when he's on the Crazy. stage. You know what I mean? And the cool thing, I'm sure people have, I don't know, maybe you've seen this before, Um, at highlights of Coldplay shows or whatever they they would hand out to everybody entering the building these wristbands and everybody got a different colored one but they literally just look like this like orange wristband with this kind of blue square the the color thing yeah yeah and then they had underneath of them I guess these lights that they had the Coldplay had synced up to their music at certain times so we're waiting for cold Dallas green and city in color have already played. And we're now waiting for Coldplay to come out. And then all of a sudden this entire Rogers arena full of these like flickering lights on people's wrists start glowing and flickering and all these different colors. And it looks so cool. And as the show progressed and goes on, they have different light sequences that are going on. So you're all of a sudden they're all flashing or all of a sudden there's this kind of gradient going throughout the crowd of like it's blue over here mm-hmm. and then it fades to orange over here and and everybody has one on their wrist and it yep. was the craziest thing to see it was one of those like almost overwhelming feelings yeah. of like what no, they am do, i looking at
0: they do the concerts good me and ben went to um one of their shows i yeah. think it was in it must have been in 2018 or something yeah um same thing so cool like, oh that's awesome yeah
1: so for me and and my friend dylan like us being there, expecting to just, you know, sit back, kind of kick back, and watch this show from afar, and just kind of enjoy the music, and you know, not a bad view, just mm-hmm. really far away. To now suddenly being, like, we're almost feeling Dallas Green sweat on yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what a crazy experience for some guy that works for them to just be like, hey, do you guys want to move? You guys went up? No here? kidding. Like, yeah, sure. That's I- cool. I hadn't even graduated high school at the time. I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever yeah. happened in my entire in life. Doubt.
0: Yeah, Sitting Color was the first concert we saw like post-pandemic. Yeah. Oh, like, right come on. Back and do it, so that was cool. Um, one other concert I want to mention, <sighs> which was one that I didn't go to, but I worked at. Okay. So I did a stint of security oh, in the summertime. Right. That's right. And one of the concerts I worked at <sighs> was Metallica. Whoa. Yeah. What was that like? So it was a part where <sighs> I was security for part of the stage that like comes out basically okay so there's like a little like peninsula that's out there okay and i was in the um the part that was basically standing in front of an area where somebody could jump up okay so they hop over the fence because there's a light thing that's Existing there. So like theoretically they could potentially hop the fence jump on this thing and jump on stage Yeah, my job was don't let people jump on on stage. Oh, that's a lot of pressure I mean it was it was fine But the the cool thing was is that I got a specific security shirt Metallica security shirt. No way Yeah, so because because it was through a security company right and all the other guys were in their gear there but because it was like I, I think they were filming it or something so because like they want that brand right they gave the guys who were up there the Metallica security shirts yeah so, um, I would never been covered in so much more sweat at the end of it no way from my sweat from because th- like <laughs> obviously it's a metal concert so people are gonna mosh yeah, and people course. are gonna crowd-serve so the idea is when somebody is crowd surfing, like near the end, you just take them, take them down. They walk, they didn't get kicked out or anything like yeah. some concerts where they do, they walk them out, but it's just like, you go through this path that goes to the back of the yeah, floor and totally. then you just make your way up. I think I pulled a guide like four times, same guy. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Um, but at the end, um, they're like, okay, just throw this, the shirts back in the the thing. And it's like, whatever. And I was like, so we got to give them back. And he's like, and the, the like security boss guy is like yeah they're just gonna they're just gonna take them and you know watch them through whatever and then yeah they'll probably never see him again and i'm like okay so that's uh-huh. so i still have this yeah you do that's shirt. what i was gonna ask. yeah it's the metallica logo uh metallica logo here and then the back security yeah like, the only anything is well it's fine because i just wear it around the house it's like a 2xl
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's cool but i i really enjoyed that and um yeah, that was that was cool. Very cool. Yeah. Wow. Um. Okay. So as
1: we're getting closer to, to wrapping things up here, I know unfortunately for you, I don't know you haven't been keeping notes. I assume of the bands. <laughs> no. It's yeah. Been coming up. I I have. So, <laughs> are you able to remember the bands that you named of the pop punks so that you can rank them, or is that completely gone from your brain? It's now? pretty
0: much gone from my brain, <gasps> but I mean, just in terms of like f- funness. <laughs> <laughs> all-time low is still probably the the best yeah the number one i yeah. would say it's like the ones where i remember having like the most fun yeah is definitely all-time low for, okay for that
1: i think i'll say so i named four mm-hmm. i said all-time low neck deep a day to remember and some 41 uh i think i'm gonna put oh this is this is really tough i think my number one spot i'm gonna give to neck deep I Mm -hmm. think I'll probably give the next one to A Day to Remember. Nice. Then I'll go All Time Low, number three, and Sum 41, my first concert ever. I'll put them uh, at number four. Those are my top four pop punk concerts that I've I've been to.
0: Yeah, I can definitely give you first and last. First, All Time Low, last Metro station for sure. (laughs) Everything else is in the middle. I think close second is going to be Motion City Soundtrack. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Even though they're really more the emo style, but um, still a lot of fun. I, I can't remember if I've seen Fall Out Boy. Have you seen Fall Out Boy? I've never seen Fall Out Boy. I'm trying to remember
1: if I have or not. You it's, know what's it's it's weird that you say that of like having you brought this up earlier about having mm-hmm. a hard time remembering if you've seen or who you've seen or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've seen Blink a few times. Okay. I was the, the a few weeks ago or a month ago. Whenever um, when we were talking about their live show that got announced or their new tour and stuff, mm-hmm. I was I felt like a crazy person trying to remember if I've seen. Blink with Tom before. Mm-hmm. I have. I've come to the conclusion okay. that I have. Okay. But trying to remember, like, I think I saw them in like 2009. I'm pretty sure. Sure. And I think they were here with Tom then. And then I also saw them in 2011 with My Chemical Romance. And then I saw them with you. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's the timeline. Okay. But I felt like a crazy person trying to recap have I seen them with Tom or not? Right. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Weird how it works that way. I know,
0: right? It is. But yeah, I think just, yeah, I think that's, that's the majority of the concerts. And, and yeah, a lot, I've still been to a lot of concerts. Like it, I haven't even like, named like half. I haven't even scratched the surface. Right? Which is crazy. But I, I it's still one of my favorite things to do is just go to a concert. Yeah. Have fun. Haven't been to one since the pandemic. Seriously? Since before the pandemic. Yeah.
1: Damn. Last one I saw was The Wonder Years in Chief State. Dude. It's the last show I've seen. Go to a concert. Yeah, I know. I'm dying
0: I'm Missing to. out. Yeah. Um, One of the other bands I really love to see is Said the Whale. I'll always go see said the whale. They're yeah. probably one of my top bands that is like not pop punk, but yeah. Oh, they're just so good. Um, any other real was the last concert I've been to? See, this is tough. This is why you this is why you prepare. <laughs> this is this, why this is where you're just ripping off. And this is where you prepare. Right Literally, like I'm looking at my phone, just trying to pretend to like I look at my photos or something, but <laughs>
1: that's it. Um, okay, okay, so I guess this is probably a good place to wrap up, shall we?
0: Yeah. Um, one more thing before we go. You know, in terms of just promotion, what like you know, shouting out other people and things like that. Um, there's a band that actually DM'd us and reached out to us on Instagram. So that band name, uh, these guys are called All Caps. It's one word. Yeah, All Caps, One Word. And uh, they reach out to us just saying, hey, you know, like what you guys are doing. And, you know, uh, we're always about getting other people to listen to the genre and getting people involved in it and promoting, you know, other artists who are kind of getting into this and creating their own music is something that's really important to us because we want more people to listen to it, get more bands exposed, get the exposure, right? Listen to, uh, again, get in the know of some other different bands. So these guys are called all caps and they're really nice when they reach out to us. Um, they have a, um, an EP out called my fantasy, my enemy but they actually have a new EP, a new one coming out on November 25th called Too Deep and Confine Me. So again very much pop punk inspired genre. It's uh, they're good they're they're good. They sound they they got the classic pop punk tune yeah to it just just down so.
1: when right when they when they message us i because li- they sent us uh they sent us a link to go listen to some of their stuff that where so when you when you're listening to this episode their stuff will have already been released this will yes. be out on the 29th i believe mm-hmm. their stuff like you said comes out on the 25th so they sent us a link to to listen to some of their unreleased uh stuff so i was listening to it on my walk back to my car and yeah we were talking about it off the air it, it has that classic kind of story so far ish kind of instrumental the the singer has a very low voice
0: Mm -hmm. which
1: is kind of unique for pop punk it's usually i mean traditionally kind of nasally yeah Um, and like
0: more higher pitch yeah
1: and more higher pitch that's not the case with the singer and i don't mean that in a bad way whatsoever it's just it's just unique i find so yeah like you said their stuff comes out on the 25th of november so it'll already be out by the time anybody's listening to this uh, what do we say? The uh, too deep and confine
0: me. Those mm-hmm. are the, those are the
1: two singles that are coming out
0: now. Just looking at the the message here, I don't, I, I can't tell, but it they might actually be from the Netherlands. Yes, yes, they are. That's cool as hell. Yeah. So yeah. So go check them out on
1: on Instagram. Uh, they're all caps dot band. I believe their band name in general is all caps with a period at the yeah. end. I'm pretty sure I that's what I had to put in when I found them on Spotify, but. Yeah, go check them out on Spotify or wherever you listen to music and check out their newest release. Um, Yeah, seem like some some good folks.
0: And uh, again, if you like this episode, please feel free to follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, join our Discord. And as well, if you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we very much appreciate ratings. So if you like this show, give it a five-star rating, tell your friends, leave a comment anything that you can do to help just helps us and we very much appreciate anything and all the comments and all the the ratings that we've gotten so far so if you like the show please rate it and uh, let us know your thoughts again anything uh, is is helpful and it's awesome so thank you all so much for listening uh enjoy the rest of your weeks and uh, we'll probably talk to you in two weeks but uh, if you want to talk to us sooner hit us up on discord hit us up on the socials we'll be there. <laughs> all right everybody take care safe thing.